Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, where right now code DNVR at signup is going to allow you to make a simple $5 bet on the NBA Finals. And guess what? You're going to win 150 in free bets. You can pick the winner. That's it. Five for 150. Can't go wrong with DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR at signup for that super special offer. We are your hosts, Patrick Lyons. Still a great day. Great game for you to miss. It was a good one. Yeah. It was so a good many good one. things happening. My, my tripod over here in the PNC Press Club. Uh, but yeah, great energy here today, Patrick. Fish tacos will be Fish ta- the unofficial oh, yeah. headline I didn't of tweet this that, one. but now I'm mad I didn't. <laughs> 7-1 victory for the Rockies. First game of a seven-game homestand. Three against the Marlins. Four against the visiting Atlanta guys. That's how I will refer to them. But a big game, and you know what? I want to talk about it right here on the air. DraftKings Sportsbook, king of the game. You have one locked and loaded in your head because I've got one. There were probably, there could possibly be three. And we've yeah. had these instances where there are two or three and it's in a loss. And you just say, well, this player was maybe slightly better. But I think you could give it to any of three players. I've got one. We're going to say it at the exact same time. You've got yours? We usually talk about point. these things before I know. I think the show. And it's like, more spontaneous. But yeah, we're, you're being spontaneous today. This is why you didn't answer my message on who we may is have our a king tie. Of the game. We may have two kings of the game. We'll see. All right. You ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Ryan, Ryan Feltner. Feltner. There we yes. go. DraftKings Sportsbook King of the Game. Ryan Feltner, first career win as a big leaguer. Absolutely amazing. We'll, we could talk about him probably all episodes. Seven innings pitch, four hits, one run, only the homer by Jesus Sanchez, a slider. That's the only pitch, almost quite literally the only pitch he loved to have back. They'd have a walk, but struck out six and was absolutely fantastic. I know you got to talk to him here, uh, there at the stadium uh, right after the game, and I imagine he was beaming with a big smile ear to ear. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if he was very happy. He didn't have, like, a big cheesy smile. He just, uh, getting to talk to him, um, he just is so like mentally and emotionally level. And I'm like, okay, that, yeah, this is a, he's a big leaguer. Um, but he did get the MVP chain. He got the beer shower. He said that there was more than beer in the beer shower. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Um, it was a great, yeah, great conversation, but very excited for him. Um, and yeah, he was so excited for this win. He was very level-headed last year when he got called up you know, seemingly out of nowhere, down in double A, 
a place mm-hmm. we just haven't seen guys get called up from despite however talented they've been. So, you know, he, he is that dude, uh, did an amazing job, 94 pitches, 15 swings and swing and misses too. Let's, let's point that out. His fastball topped out at 96.9 miles per hour today. Thought it was interesting that none of the five relievers could top that. And Feltner actually had the 10 fastest pitches on the day, including his 93rd pitch of the day was 96.2 miles per hour. Dude just had the stuff. Unreal. He, the dude had the stuff. Exactly. Um, he was saying after the game that he was in attack mode and he said when he's doing well, he's in attack mode. Um, so I liked that a lot. And he didn't let that uh, giving up the one of the biggest home runs that Coors Field has ever seen did not let them that affect him. He talked about that after the game, too. And he said the pitchers have a tendency to get a little hesitant after they do something like that. But he just wanted to stick to his plan and stay in attack mode. He said attack mode a lot. And that is exactly what we saw. Yeah, it was, I believe, 496 feet. It went to the rooftop, went over the five rows of seats. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was actually on, on the concourse in that spot. Rockies did have a note, second longest in the StatCast era. It was actually the longest in all of MLB since 2019. But Trevor Story's 505-foot blast in his three-home run game in 2019, they ended up recalculating it, and they, they shaved off almost like 20 feet. So we'll see if something like that happens. But still, the Giancarlo Stanton home run when he was with the Marlins in 2016 remains number one. Mike Piazza's there with a 496. Stanton had another one. Uh, I think it was in his rookie year in 2012, 494. Mm-hmm. Michael Taylor, strange one because he's not a big guy, uh, had one at 493. Larry Walker had a 493. Barry Bonds, 492. Sosa Bonds. Trevor Story, that was the one that was originally projected at 505. It was changed to 487 mm-hmm. because of a new version of StatCast. You know, you get those updates on your phone that you got to yeah. download. Well, I guess StatCast did that and said, oh, you know, it turns out Trevor Story didn't hit it that far. So, now that's tied for ninth. Uh, Andres Galarraga also hit one too. So all those at Coors Field, 10 at mm-hmm. 487 feet or more. And you go, who cares? Throw it out. It's one home run. Doesn't matter. You don't get extra points yeah. if, it, if it's if it breaks any records. And he settled down. He settled in mm-hmm. and really, really impressive start. Second impressive start in a row here by Ryan Feltner. Yeah, and you know, of course, Philly – his start in Philly was not his best stuff. That got off to a rocky start. But he said that he had had conversations with Buddy afterwards, and since then he is just he, – he said that Buddy has helped him a lot on how to use his stuff in the zone and how he came out flat in Philly. So his goal after that was to not let that happen again and just go after guys. I love that. Yeah, he, he really did. And, you know, to put it in perspective, in a historical perspective – um, and, and not not like an all-time legendary, you know, you're, you're going to talk to your grandkids about it. No, but what he did was pretty unique. Seven innings, at least, uh, walking only one or less, and striking out six, one earned run. Uh, it only happened 96 times in, in Rockies history in general. 43rd time at home, and first since John Gray had did it in 2019. Only the 20th Rockies starter in the history of all their starters at home, to again, to, to have that kind of, of dominance over the course of seven innings. So, yeah, I, I don't necessarily know we're going to remember how far that, that ball went. We're just going to remember first career win, shut it down, and gave the Rockies exactly what they needed. Because I know when you talked to Bud Black this morning, 
We talked about kind of, you know, what's been going wrong with the team. They're 5-15 and 15 entering this game. Starting mm-hmm. pitching supposed to be, you know, carrying the, the load and the offense supposed to be picking them up a little bit. Neither of those two things had been working out and Buddy talked to it. So Feltner's start really came at a great time. Yeah, after this game, uh, Buddy said that he almost sounded relieved. He was like, this game was exactly what we needed. He said that a well-pitched game is what you need to pick up after you've been on a losing streak, after you've had those tough losses. He said one guy can set the tone, and today that guy was Ryan Feltner. Yeah, very true. Very true. He, I know before the game, he did mention that starting pitching is supposed to be you know, the strength of the team. They've been inconsistent. They've been frustrating uh, to have that happen. And then offensively, there's a couple guys having a good good year, right? Obviously, C.J. Crone's doing a lot of heavy lifting. And we'll talk about that here later on in the episode. It's now We're now through month two here, uh, essentially, through month of May. And so we did it for April. We're going to do it for May. Spoiler, we're going to do it for June and every month. Blaze Street Bombers, the top five players of the month. And, you know, Crone is obviously going to be on that list because he's been, you know, really, really phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And maybe not enough guys, but a couple of players did end up breaking through. Did you have a, have a favorite moment? Uh, we know what the turning point was, but anyone that, that particularly looked good at the plate on Monday, on Memorial Day, where there was a packed house. I don't know, maybe maybe that should be something we talk about early on here, 40,000 plus, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. It was more than 40,000 people here, which is awesome. Yeah. The crowd was great. And it was a lot of Rockies fans. I know sometimes for these away series or for, for these home series, we get a little too many away fans. This was not the case. Um, uh, just great. Yeah. Great energy overall. I think the most vocal, this wasn't a happy memory. This was the most vocal time of this whole game uh when cj crone hit that bomb and it really looked like a home run it was called foul we were the rockies reviewed it and the video that we all saw on the big screen made it look like it was fair so it was very loud here after that call was confirmed yeah that was and and it was actually particularly shrewd of buddy and again, I don't know necessarily how they work it out, but I mean, a close home run call, the crew on the field needs to review it. So Buddy did a good job of saying, hey, we uh, we want it reviewed, but we don't want to use our, our get out of jail free token. We want you guys to do it. And, and they did. So he did a good job of, of coaxing that review. And you're right. He hit one down the line, I think the, the swing just before that. So you thought that was going to be the big moment. But no, the big moment, turning point of the game, hands down, and again, this could have been another player that would have been our DraftKings Sportsbook king of the game. Mm-hmm. Wood Black looks down on his bench, bottom of the seventh, and says, hey, Daza, go do it. Bases loaded. B-Rod had walked. Sin Hilliard singled. Garrett Hampson attempted a sack bunt, and, and he did that, except he did a little bit better because no one was covering first base, which set the scene for Daza with the bases loaded there, down one nothing. Yeah, that was a huge moment. That just broke the whole game open. Um, And you love to see that happen with the bases loaded because there were so many moments leading up to that where runners were stranded on base in scoring position. So that just completely changed the tone of the game. And you just got to love how good Daza is off the bench. Yeah, hits that double, clears the bases. Hampson almost catches up to Hilliard there. You had the right guy on first base. Anyone else? You know, maybe doesn't score, but bases clearing double. 
for Daza. And then he, he got a, another at bat later on. Sack fly, four RBI day for him. Actually, uh, it's a career high for him. So not bad for a guy who wasn't in the starting lineup. And here we were uh, six outs away from the game being over. And the bottom of the seventh comes in and then ends up having almost a career day. Talked to Spilly after the game. And so he was another one of those guys that you say, shoot, you could you could give him the MVP chain as well because he came through in, in a pretty clutch way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there were a lot of guys who really, they they did their work. They made it happen. And um, it was just it was a super fun day at Coors Field. Another one of those guys. So Garrett Hampson led the team in hits for this game. So he was another candidate that we could have gone with for king of the game. He was, first of all, a very speedy leg boy today. But also, he was three for four, scored two runs, had a triple and two RBI um, and so far, he has reached base safely in 11 of 13 starts. So in general, Garrett Hampson, good stuff. Yeah, he made up for that error, which which you love to see that. You got to be able to bounce back. And the Rockies guys, they've been actually doing that, to be fair. There's been a couple of moments. I think B-Rod had an error the other day, came back, had a, a really good at that uh, at some point soon after. And you, and you saw three triples total, I believe. So... Kind of, kind of a rarity. I, I, I wasn't able to get a spreadsheet going for that bad boy to, to see how many times we had three triples at the game. May have to ask Rockies PR tomorrow. Look mm-hmm. that up. How frequently does that happen? So I'm sure it's happened a couple times. I'm going to put the number at maybe 15, 15 times, which I don't know, Fenway Park, uh, Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium probably it's never even happened in, but it's, it's happened a, a bunch of times at Coors Field. Uh, very, very triple prone. Uh, prone to always have a good time, no doubt. The DNBR bar is prone to be popping off on Tuesday night for the Avs watch party. Again, if you've got tickets, great. Go to Ball Arena. If you don't like most of the rest of us, get on down to the corner of Colfax in New York because you know it's going to have a vibe like you are in the arena. You've already seen the videos on our YouTube channel, DNBR Sports. Check it out. You see it on all of our social media accounts. It is simply the place to be, whether they're home or on the road. Come on down. And if you're a member, you get a member-sized beer. You get extra raffle tickets because we're always giving away free gear at all of those watch parties. You get access to our members-only Discord, where sometimes we say some things that we... I'm not going to say that we can't say them publicly on Twitter, but we might be more inclined to go, you know what, here's really what I think. Uh, And you can do that with friends, community members, no politics, no a-holes. Nothing, nothing like that. You get price breaks on tailgates and, and party buses. We're going to have some more of those coming on. And it's it's going to be absolutely fabulous, fabulous, about as fabulous as the selection over at Lightshade, Colorado's premier dispensary. They've got a solution for you right now because the days are getting longer, so you might be staying up a little bit longer, but you got to get up early for work. You're going to sleep really well with Wana Optimal's Fast Asleep Gummies. It's going to get you feeling rested. It's going to get you feeling refreshed first thing in the morning. It's not going to knock you out like a lot of those powerful drugs that leave you in a fog. You don't want that. Wana Optimal's Fast Asleep Gummies contains 10 milligrams of CBD and just that hint of THC that'll have your eyelids feeling heavy in just 5 to 15 minutes. And in zero minutes, you can order Wana Optimal's Fast Asleep Gummies at lightshade.com. You get 25% off code DNVR. Use DNVR at any of Lightshade's 11 Denver metro area locations. And look, let's face it, not everybody can get down to the corner of Colfax, New York, at the DNVR bar to our watch parties. You might not even be in Colorado 
in general, right? You're a Rocky Mountain person or you moved elsewhere and you keep tabs on your favorite Denver sports teams from a distance. Well, guess what? You can watch Nuggets and you can certainly watch those ads in, from what I know, the only place legally, and that's Ivaca TV. Ivaca.tv slash DNVR. Zero hidden fees or contracts. It's $25 per month plus receiver. Your price gets locked in for two years. Never worry again with Ivaca TV. You also get Rapids, Mammoth, CSU Rams, Denver Pioneers, and yeah, now the Colorado Rockies. You get Altitude TV with Ivaca TV. You even get the DNVR channel as well. Can't beat it. Go to Ivaca.tv slash DNVR. Also make sure you use code DNVR on top of that because we're giving you $10 off your first three months. So now $15 per month to start to get any and everything that you want to be watching all summer and all next year long. Can't beat that. I think that's the I think the best part of Avaca TV is that you can watch DNVR on it. That is the coolest thing. I'm so excited that we're TV stars now. Um, it's, it's the best. I've been I've been watching it like sometimes I'll check in on the different podcasts, right? I'm like, okay, Broncos did a couple of things. Sometimes even when there's like a quiet point in the season, I just want to know what Ryan and, and, and the guys are talking about. But now because I can I can kind of stream that and I can get that. I'm like watching it more and I'm like, okay, this is low key. This is pretty awesome. So uh, it, it's cool to be a part of this. Uh, the changing... Not to pat ourselves on the back, but we're part of a great product. Look, I'm, I, I'm pat all over my back and, and my front as well. All right, Connor Joe, let's talk about some other guys who did some big things. He's, he's one of those, he's a tripler. He's one of the triplets of Belleville. Continues his extended on base streak. 26 games, second longest active streak in the majors. He's he's heating up again, I think. Connor Joe has had some good streaks this season, so it's nice to see that he's got a really good one going. So um, he's just been such a productive member of of this team. I think he did he have a triple on no, he didn't start on Sunday. I thought he had another triple over the weekend, but it did make me think, did make me think he needs to he needs to get a little tapia in his blood. And that is after he touches first base on an extra base hit, pop. Pop that top off. Let those locks flow behind him. Toppy was not, also Toppy didn't do it on purpose. He just couldn't. He had a bobble helmet on top of his his big head of hair. And it was always fantastic. Like you could, you know, he could have I, I don't know, you could have hated Tapia. Especially if you're on another team, right? He goes in and goes out and yeah. beats your team. You go, all right, justifiably hate this guy, you see him running around the bases with his blonde dreadlocks flowing in the back. You go, damn it, that is fun. And so Connor Joe, man, he's got to pop that top a little bit on those extra base hits. We'll have to suggest this idea to him tomorrow. Uh, but to be fair, I don't think he, he doesn't need the mojo, but, you know, maybe he wants a little something extra spicy on it. Kojo comes equipped with his own mojo. Kojo has his own mojo. There's no shortage of mojo with Kojo. Yeah, he he self-supplies the mojo. That's Kojo. All right. <laughs> uh, another guy who's streaking right now. Got it, I think, in his last AB, Brendan Rogers. Brendan. streak. 17 games. What? I know. And to think just a month ago, we were wondering, when is where is Brendan Rogers? Where is the big leaguer we were expecting? And now he is on a 20 or 27, 17 game hitting streak. We're pushing 20. Um, but yeah, he 
finished the day one for two with two walks, uh, but his hitting streak is the third longest active streak in the majors. And I, I got a bone to pick with what you just said there because we didn't, we, we weren't hoping for it. I was hoping for it. I thought maybe. You knew it. You're, we're we're going to get to it. You're going to get to it when it. we get to the Blaze Street Bombers because you did kind of say last month, no, Brendan Rodgers, I guarantee you, is going to be in our top five on Blaze Street Bombers. And no, no spoilers just yet, but I mean, come on. So, you know what? It wasn't we were hoping. I was hoping. You knew. You knew. Listen, I know my goats. I know my goats. I do. You know your goats. <laughs> No, and do. I'm overconfident, so there you go. You do. Do you know anything about turtles? How about that? <laughs> I like turtles. No, I bring that up because Williams Astadio is another really fun player. And he just got called up back up to the major, so it's nice to see him back at the ballpark. But it was a it was a kind of a, a humorous moment. You hope Joey Wendell is all right. He left the game with uh, yeah. a hamstring issue. And I just thought, eh, maybe I, I didn't want it to come off the wrong way. So you didn't get this on uh, on Twitter from me. So I'll save it for now. It was just really interesting that you have a five foot nine player who's probably pushing about 250 pounds coming in as a pinch runner. And that's what you have at the Marlins today. So look, you're going to get frustrated with, with the Rockies at different points in time. If you're a Marlins fan out there, you're going, really? The guy who was an all-star in 2021 that we traded – you know, Cameron Myers, who traded one of our top prospects to the Rays for him. He's going out, and now you're bringing in La Tortuga. He's fun. There's though. the He's turtle. Here There's we the go. Turtle. Full circle. That's it. Like a turtle shell. Patrick's brain is just on another level. Um, yeah, definitely um, not something you see every day. Um, Joey Wendell, though, another of our Delaware guys. I have decided to start a DNVR Delaware beat. I was tweeting about it. You might not have seen it. Okay. I see. I, I wasn't sure if you wanted to go with the state or one of the larger cities like Rehoboth beach. Uh, I don't know if we're going with Newark, not to be confused with Newark. It is Newark. Mm-hmm. Wilmington has far too many letters. I don't know that we can abbreviate that down. So good luck with that spinoff. I'm, I think I'm going to stay here in, in Denver. I'll, I'll watch from afar, but. We'll, we'll see it's been a pleasure working with you, but I am leaving for Delaware. No, I'm totally kidding. I'm staying. Uh, but yeah, um, Joey Wendell also just got off the IL four days ago. So um, not promising for the Marlins if he is already um, experiencing issues again. Yeah. Kind of reminds us of our Chris Bryant. It's true. Yeah, Bud Black actually had a little update before the game. Good timing on, uh, on our segue there. Throwing and running, not an issue right now. It's really the swinging that is an issue. No timetable, and I, I don't know that we're we're gonna get one until it's in a couple of days here, where we're gonna have a rehab start. Like that, that will be really the only, you know, update that that we're gonna have. I mean, that that's kind yeah. of the bottom line. Definitely very discouraging to see that we having Chris Bryant back was just a quick flash, and now he's already back on the IL, and again, no timetable. So, um, super frustrating. Our big, yeah. expensive guy. Very true. Uh, another big guy who has had some injury issues. I don't know. I wanted to bring this up because I just thought it was uh, it was a fantastic story by uh, Zach Buchanan from The Athletic. And uh, we like talking about our prospects. Do you know anything about Colin Simpson? 
You know what? I um, did not read the article yet, even though I am a proud subscriber. But um, uh, apparently he has a very robust gymnastics background. Well, there it. I think maybe before the article came out, there was video of him doing backflip, like doing a backflip. And it was in slow motion, which was really impressive by, you know, the cameraman, camera person doing that. But he also kind of has a similar Williams Estadio physique. He's, he's a little more trim. He's 5'9", 230 as opposed to mm -hmm. 250. Um, was was raking in Grand Junction back in 2019. I want to say he might have even been the MVP of, of that league. I think he was at least an all-star of the Pioneer mm -hmm. League. Back in 2019, had his 2020 season washed away. But it was just an interesting article to, to learn, as you said, <laughs> had a gymnastics background, broke his hammock bone. Um, I believe that's how it's pronounced. It could be hammock bone, but I'm not sure. Uh, all, of the doctors, all of the doctors who are watching, please tell us if we're pronouncing this correctly. Hammock, hammock. I'm thinking it is Hammett. I'm going to go with that. Hammett sounds M's. correct to me, and I like to think I'm a doctor, so I'm just going to say go ahead and... Uh, you're, you're doing a great it's, job. Patrick. It's actually fairly common for baseball players. It's just yep. a bone in your hand. Uh, I think maybe they, ju they just remove it. I'm not sure, but uh, it can heal pretty quickly. It's it's hmm. for like four weeks, essentially, to, to come back. Josh Fuentes had that happen to him, uh, I want to say, in, in, in 2019, like uh, right before he had made his debut. Uh, hmm. Came back really quickly, but it does sap your power. It, it will, you know, you, you, just, you just don't have the same power, at least the year you come back. And so... That was the case with him, and his hand wasn't really looking right. Got it checked out. They did an exploratory you know, investigation on it, and it turned out that there was actually a nerve that was you know, sliced in his hand that shouldn't have been sliced in this pretty you know, common procedure. They talked about possibly like suing the lawyer because he only has like 75 to 80% of his normal strength that he had previously, uh, but it's too costly or whatever but I, I just thought it was a really interesting story about his family and you know he's he's doing really well he's he's working with drew romo down there at high East spokane he's in 309 with seven homers 21 rbi and uh he, he's worth a mention because it really caught my attention i know a lot of people were kind of buzzing about it, especially when you do a back backflip and you're uh you're a guy of his stature people are gonna go all right who's this colin simpson guy because you know what uh, maybe we got to keep an eye on him he might be uh, a prospect to pick going forward Oh my God, maybe a pick to click if you're Thomas Harding. Could be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just, you know, you hate to see a prospect with another hurdle after the 2020 season, after the COVID season where they didn't get to play anything. But he did accomplish something during that COVID season. Um, he, our, oh no, sorry. It was a, a series canceled last season because of COVID. My apologies. Um, I misspoke. But he taught... Keegan James, how to do a backflip in 20 minutes. So we've basically got this like crew of gymnastic baseball players going on. That is really impressive. And I really wish I could drop a reference of the guy from the, from the, what was it? The 96 Olympics and Carrie Strug. Can't think of the guy's name. Hmm. Bella Caroli and one shout out to our friends over here in the chat. Josh, wish you could watch some of those games. Hey, if you can't watch those games, you know Avaca TV, avaca.tv slash DNVR, and James also in the chat. Again, we love seeing you guys head on over. Anytime there's a, usually a day game, boom, we're going to have a post-game show. So we'll be back again on Wednesday. 
Hopefully, we're, we're going to be talking about a, a series win against these same Miami Marlins, uh, a guy who won a pretty, I'm not going to say it's a prestigious uh, event, but over the weekend, and I wish I would have seen more clips, and we did tweet this out from the main account, uh, Carlos Gonzalez was representing the Rockies in the Hall of Fame Classic, something that they didn't have around when I was a kid uh, many years ago. And, and I would go to Cooperstown frequently. They actually had a Hall of Fame game. I don't, I don't know if you knew that, if other people knew I that. I did know that, yes. Yeah, they'd have teams come in. I forgot when they, they stopped doing it. I actually went back and looked at an old box score. A-Rod played in Cooperstown. I actually saw him when he was 18 years old, before he had made his debut. Didn't, didn't know who he was at the time, but I'm sure I may be one of you know 2,000 people who can ever say they've seen Alex Rodriguez in Cooperstown. So I don't know if uh, there'll be anyone else that'll be able to say that. We'll see what happens here in a couple of years when he gets on the ballot. But now they do a cool thing. I think Corey, uh, Corey Sullivan did this a couple of years ago, played in the Hall of Fame Classic. They got pl- players you know, in their 40s and 50s coming back to play in a game in Cooperstown. You know, it's not around the induction weekend, so it's just an additional event to come out and play. And Cargo was there, played really well. He scored at least two runs, and well, he, he, he picked himself up a little title, didn't he? He shared the home run derby title, um, but, but he was so excited about that. He was talking about how um, Cooperstown is such a special place. He was excited to be there. It was his first time there, and to be able to pick up that title, sharing it was pretty cool. That's pretty neat. Yeah, I mean, he has a Cooperstown swing. So that's small ballpark. Double Day Field, I believe, is what it's called. And it's it very much has like a – it has an old school vibe to it. It's very old. I, I don't know. It could be probably at least 100 years old, I would think. It's, yeah, it's very I, small. I still haven't been to Cooperstown, which I know is crazy. Um, I'm also very happy, though, that this is like the second episode in a week or two where we're talking about cargo. That's true. It's yes. true. You have to make a list of, of all of the baseball destinations to go to that aren't stadiums. Cooperstown would obviously have to be there. Field of Dreams would have to be another one. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many more are. I think they might all be lower tier than that. I mean, yeah. a couple spring training facilities, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But if you're just talking about Mecca's, Field of Dreams in Iowa, and Dyers, yeah. Dyersville, and then Cooperstown. Well, I don't know if there are any other of those kind of big destinations that aren't a big league stadium, right? Williamsport. Williamsport's got to be on it. Yes, yeah. I've been there. Been there once. Mm-hmm. I drove past it on my road trip. I was like, oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah, the stadium. Beautiful. I was like, oh, this is great. I wish I had time to stop. But if I don't keep driving, I will never make it to Buffalo. I was driving to Buffalo. There you go. Maybe Fort Bragg. You know, they did have a mm-hmm. big league game there. Might have been uh, Marlins in Atlanta. Marlins definitely played there. I, I'm not sure, but that was a cool event that they had on. I, I remember having a big smile when I saw that game, which is very similar to what our friends over at Green Mountain Dental Group, they help you with your big smile, especially all of our DNVR members who switched to Green Mountain Dental Group over the years. They are loving it. Not only do they smile more, but they're proud of that pearly white smile, regardless if you're disappointed about the Nuggets or if you're a little frustrated about the Rockies. Today, you know, obviously, you can smile. It's the official, unofficial start of summer on Memorial Day, of course. Best part is right now when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam with Green Mountain Dental Group, you'll receive the same toothbrush that I used, a free Sonicare toothbrush from Green, Green Mountain Dental Group, located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. 
Well, good Susie, stuff. Now is the time. Now is the time. We've got to. Is it time? Tis time. Not tap time. It's no longer tap time. It is time to unveil our Blaze Street Bombers top five players in the month of May. Difficult month overall, but when you're parsing it down to the player level, you say, all right, who have been doing the best? Even if there haven't been five guys who have been doing good in general, as it turns out, there have been at least five players who have been doing quite well. In fact, we'll kind of start there. Number five on our list, two guys who tie. You've got Tyler Kinley and Jose Iglesias, top five players in the month of May for the Colorado Rockies. I like to frame it as our top five most lit players because it is the Blaze Street Bombers. But yeah, yeah, let's start with Iglesias, who first of all, we've mentioned this, he is reverse course. He is just crushing it on the road when everyone else seems to be having a tougher time. But he has 11 RBI, two stolen bases, a 9% strikeout percentage, and he's currently riding a season-high 10-game hitting streak. And I that it's all good news for um, for Jose Iglesias. Yeah, you love that. Batting 313 over the course of uh, the month of May. It doesn't include today. Actually, it does include today because he wasn't in the starting lineup. He had Hampson at shortstop. Uh, on-base percentage has been good, 368. Power, you're not getting any. I, feel, it's, I think he's still waiting for that first home run. Uh, so the slugging has been high. But, look, he's getting on base. Uh, he's doing he's doing things that no Rocky has ever done before, and that's have a four-hit game out of both the eighth and ninth spot in the order. And he's putting the ball in play. That's another thing that's been huge. 9% strikeout rate in his 150 plate appearances. It's actually fourth lowest in the majors, lowest in all of the NL. So he's putting the ball in play. And look, things, good things can happen when you do that. We saw it with the Hampson bunt today that helped set the table. So Jose Iglesias shares the number five spot with Tyler Kinley. He's looking good. Yes, Tyler Kinley, hail to the chief of having a super low ERA. He's got a .96 ERA in the nine and one-thirds innings nine and one-thirds innings pitched and that includes nine strikeouts and no walks in may no walks in may damn that's impressive and actually you know what shame on me his era is lower than that because he did pitch an inning today scoreless frame so we got to dip that down even further he's he's been great he's only been scored upon twice in his 20 appearances his uh he has a sub one era now it's, it's in the top 10. I think it might even be in the top five of NL relievers. And he's been, you know, talk about reverse cores. Well, he, I think Kinley's also reverse cores when it comes to pitching at cores field and having success. Mm-hmm. Oh, for real. Um, yeah, he is. Uh, he's doing great at home. It's uh, It's been, yeah, it's been a pleasant surprise, but he has not allowed a home run at home this season, he's tossed 10 and two-thirds scoreless innings across 12 appearances with only seven hits allowed, two walks, and 13 strikeouts. Tyler Kinley. Yeah, that's – damn, that's it. That's all you can say. It's, it's It's been really impressive. He's got five holds just in this month alone. So he's been a, a guy that Buddy's had to lean on uh, and in a major way, and you're starting to see him in those late spots. He's really become – if you're if you're drawn up and you have one game to win, 
Okay, Daniel Bard's closing out the ninth. I think right now Tyler Kinley is that guy in the eighth for Buddy. But number four, the fourth guy on our list uh, for Blaze Street Bombers, fourth best player in this month for Colorado, that would have to be Mr. Kyle Freeland. Kyle Freeland. We're all Freeland guys right now. He is lit. So we're going to compare him to the rest of the rotation this month. So he's got a 4.28 ERA, uh, while Cool's got a 5.18. Senzatella got a 6.3. Marquez a 6.83. And Gomber a 6.84. So in the month of May, we are seeing some good stuff from Kyle Freeland. Yeah, when you, when you put it in that perspective, obviously that's huge. Uh, fan graphs, if you if you enjoy some F war, uh, he has the he has the most. Uh, he has has half of a win for the month of May, despite you know an ERA that you say eh, maybe league average, but analytics definitely backs that up. Uh, you know he's 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 been doing a lot better. I think that Royal start kind of skewed some of his numbers, mm-hmm. uh, but he's you know among the the leaders when it comes to road starts so you know we know how well he pitches at home but he can pitch even better on the road that that fantastic start against arizona where uh, you know he uh, had had six plus scoreless frames so he's been uh, he's been really really solid because but he said it like the rotation has been letting them down this month but i would not say that kyle freeland has been letting them down he's keeping them in games even if he's got a stomach bug even if he's got some uh, impingements on the back of his knee, whatever it may be, he's got a lot of grit and he has been fighting incredibly hard. So had to make sure he got acknowledged. Number four on the Blaze Street Bombers. Number three, guy who could have maybe been our king of the game. He's been very deserving of starts every day. Center field, left field, put him as DH, doesn't matter. Number three, best player of the month of May for the Rockies. Jonathan Daza. Jonathan Daza was great today, but he right now is sixth in the majors and second in the National League in batting with a point or it's a 0.35 average. He's 36 for 102 right now. And he has struck out nine times in 113 plate appearances. And that is an 8.0 strikeout percentage. That is the lowest in the majors, Jonathan Daza. Yeah, now uh, he's got a 19-game on-base streak that dates back to April 27th. So he's reaching base. He's doing what he needs to do because typically he's at the top of the order. And when he's not starting, like we saw on Monday, he is a great weapon for Bud Black off the bench. He's, He's actually reached base safely in each of his 25 starts. So when you put him out there, you know he's going to reach base. Multiple hits in three consecutive games uh, in the middle of the month. Tied for his second longest streak of his career. So got to have some respect for uh, La Canana, the yes. dagger. Have a month, Jonathan Daza. Have a month. Another gentleman having a month. Number two on our list is Brendan Rogers. Look, Susie, you said it last month. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be on the May list of the Blaze Street Bombers? And you were absolutely correct. Number two, Brendan Rogers. He did it. He did for sure. Just like I knew he would. He has gone 32 for 93 with seven doubles, two home runs, and 18 RBI in 23 games here in May. After hitting 0.078 
heading into May. Now he's 0.344. So huge improvement. We love it. Ranks of he's ranking among national league leaders this month in batting average. He's fifth and he's tied for fifth in hits. Yeah, Noah in our chat seconds at B Rod's May was on fire. Though Noah, you gotta make sure we get a hyphen in that. It's official now. Yes. It is yes. official. B Rod is with a hyphen after much deliberation. That look, the the girlfriend, the mom, Julie. Chrissy, mm -hmm. we know it. They are they are the official spokespeople of Brendan at this point. You gotta have a hyphen and be rub. You know what? That's okay. We will give you a pass at this point. No, no. Yes, Thank you. yes. We will forgive you. Um, <laughs> but we will make sure that the record is set straight on the proper spelling of B Rod's nickname. That's it. Yeah, he's in in the month of May too. Again, comparing him with the rest of the NL puts it in perspective because he did enter. The day on Monday, fifth in average, tied for fifth in hits, adds one more, so maybe he owns fifth place uh, going into Tuesday morning. So he's he's gotten it done. Those 18 RBI are probably the most impressive. It's tied for the most on the team. So, mm -hmm. man, he, he needed to do it, and he is. Did, doesn't want to talk about April anymore. And, sure, we want to talk about May, but guess what? Calendar's about to turn to June, so he's going to want us, he's going to, want us to talk about June. So he's going to have to deliver again in June. And I think he will. Much like this guy who's been delivering. You think so? You're going to double down? You're going to triple down, huh? I'm tripling down. I'm quadrupling down, quintupling down. I think June's going to be good, too. I think now that he's gotten going, he's not going to stop anytime soon. That's my prediction. I like that prediction. And I think the other guy that, look, we've, we've seen him on, he's on April's list. I think we're probably going to end up seeing him on June's list. And... He, he was on MLB's list in August, the uh, National League Player of the Month. He's number one for May for the Rockies. Came pretty close in April for being April's Player of the Month before uh, Josh Fuentes' cousin won the award for NL Player of the Month. Two, two references uh, to the Flint, DJ Flint. Uh, but number <laughs> one, Blaze Street Bomber, best in the month of May, first baseman, C.J. Crone. No one is blazing hotter than CJ Crone right now. He's got 16 home runs, 18 RBI, and he is among the major league leaders in total bases. He's tied for third at 108. He's got 19 multi-hit games where he's also tied for third. He's got 13 home runs, also tied for third. He is just, he's at the top of a lot of lists. He's got 37 RBI total. He's tied for six, 57 hits. He's ninth. Need I go on? This is just, it's great stuff to see him leading Major League Baseball in being so productive. All right. Here, here's another way to contextualize it. Right? Okay. I, I like this way. I, I'm going to give you a list of players that, well, frankly, they're the best of the best. And, well, You'll notice Mr. Crone's name standing out. Mookie Betts, Paul Goldschmidt, Bryce Harper, Raphael Devers, Aaron Judge, Mike Trout, and Christopher John Crone. CJ Crone. <laughs> These are the players right now, the eight players who have 10 or more home runs while batting at least 300. That Your first is baseman, eight. our first baseman on that list with some serious luminaries right now. That. That lets you know how great Crone has been in the month of May. 
that is a great list to be on. Those are good names to be in the company of. And that is what, I mean, that's why he's, he's our number one Blaze Street Bomber. There he is. He's number one. Can't knock him off. It's hard. It's hard to knock this guy off. He's been good. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely been a bright spot in a rough May for the Rockies for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I think uh, Daniel Bard is a, is a sleeper for mm -hmm. the month of June. Uh, I think he's uh, going to continue to pitch nicely and uh, is going to be there in a lot of close ball games in this month. If you uh, look ahead to who they're going to be playing, I think there's, there's a chance we see him with uh, some more saves than normal in the, in the month of June. So uh, he's going to have a lot of good opportunities. I think we're going to see him there. Ryan McMahon, I think he's kind of starting to break out a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. He's been okay the last couple of days, but we're waiting for McMahon to, uh, to officially join the ranks of the Blaze Street Bombers. We shall see. We'll see. Listen, he's got to find time to, you know, really break out between, you know, baseball and modeling the City Connect jerseys. He's got a full plate. It's true. It's true. You know what? One one thing that uh, I wanted to mention this on Monday's podcast, <laughs> Sunday's show, mm -hmm. was, again, not not to, you know, not to, to overindulge isn't the right word, but, you know, not to give too much credit where credit is due. Los Angeles Angels, sorry, but your uniforms got leaked. You know, Rockies had their socks leaked, but that's okay. We were still all surprised. We got it all dropped out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. That's the way you want it. And look, we we poked and prodded and we tried to get as much information as we could out. Ultimately, at the end of the day, the first time I laid my eyes on that that entire uniform mm -hmm. was that morning on on Friday. So Oh yeah. May 27th was the day. Angels fans, not as lucky. So there's there's someone, I don't know if someone's getting fired because of it, but nevertheless, got to give a lot of good credit to uh, to the Rockies staff and, and Nike for making sure that was unveiled in the right way because it, it absolutely was. I mean, that was, that was a big surprise, as it should have been. Yeah, and you know what? Um, I saw someone tweeting about this earlier, but um, the website that they put together, the, or the page rather, to explain all the different elements of the City Connect uniforms is so well done. And uh, I'm like, okay, you know what? This whole unveiling as a package was so nice. It was such a nice gift to us. Yeah, no, it was it was legit really cool. So uh, I'm excited to see those uniforms in action on Saturday, June 4th against Atlanta. The Friday game is an Apple TV game. That's going to be, you know, kind of interesting. So a lot of a lot of exciting things happening uh, in and around Coors Field coming up this week. I'm I'm low key hyped. It does sound like Antonio Sensatella might be making that start on Wednesday. Might come off the IL. We'll see what happens. If he does get activated, you know who's not going to be optioned down to the minors. Now here I am making a prediction. I can guarantee this prediction. Can guarantee Ashton Godot is not going to get optioned down to Triple A because he's already there. He's the guy who's always on the short end of the stick, but not now. It's not going to happen this time. Not now, not this time. No. Um, finally, a little stability for him for a little bit. Yeah, no, I know. I think that's that's very good, much needed. Again, so we'll be back on Wednesday for sure of a post game show. You know, the podcast is going to be dropping Wednesday morning depending on how you consume this, check out our YouTube channel. It's DNVR Sports. Super easy. 
definitely make sure you're jumping in on the post-game ads show because that gets crazy. Several thousand people in there all over the country. You can get your super chats in so you can move to the top of the line, uh, top of the list. It's it, it's the place to be on the post-game. I think they even do watch-alongs a little bit. I jumped in on one of those a couple of weeks ago. That was kind of cool. They've been doing them very consistently, and they are nothing short of the most entertaining thing you'll see. They're a, they're an absolute riot. <laughs> Yeah, if, if you would like something like that from us, maybe when the Rockies are on the road, maybe when they're at home, we'll see. But And you want us to just watch a game and, and BS while the game's going on, talk about different things, kind of see how our brains work when we watch a game. You can put it on. You know, if you've got multiple screens, you're watching the game, you're watching us, listening to us with our kind of pseudo play-by-play, but you know, really we're, we're, we're just talking about the action and some different things. Let us know on Twitter. Yeah at dnvr underscore rockies or you can email us suzy at the dnvr.com patrick at the dnvr.com hit me up dms or or just go right at me there on twitter at patrick d lions um you can hit me up i'm at the suzy hunter on all platforms that's it this has been great a good big victory feeling good about it but hey you know what they say about momentum it's only as good as your next show. So we'll talk to you then.